We are back yet again, man. It's going to be a good time. You know, we're looking good. We're feeling even better. Rob, we can wear burlap sacks and make them look like cashmere sweaters. That's how good we're doing today. That's the mode, the mood we're in today, my, my man. man. Good you to like see those you, Brian. Good to see I you too, it, buddy. Don't you love that when you come on shows? Like, good to see you. Good to see you. Like, we haven't seen each other for the last hour. I know. Hey, staring got... at each other going through this. <laughs> looking into your eyes. Well, I had to stop looking in your eyes, look at my paper, because we have a lot to get into today. Of course, we're going to talk about Jake Paul, Ben Askren. That's happening this weekend. Get into that. Mm-hmm. Josh Burns, the hammer, going to join us, of course, ahead of BKFC 17 against Dylan Kleckler, our main event title eliminator. That'll be awesome. And uh, what about this? This Wanderlei Silver. Wanderlei Silver signed to the BKFC news. That'll be good. And there's a lot of drama going on. You may have seen it on social media All with kinds. one Mark Godbeer. The guy's very upset. My <laughs> I can't man, wait man, to, my man, man, my can't man. Can't wait man. to play that, man. Uh, I'm looking forward to what he has to say, too. We'll, we'll dive into that. And I think yeah. we have a statement from. Uh, uh, BKFC president David Feldman on the Mark Godbeer drama as well. Really? So that's going to be interesting. Yeah, we have a lot of good stuff coming up today. Right. And we like to start off, as always, well, first of all, I, I told you about this the other day before we get into this, the trending. Uh, I don't know if you can see it, but I think I have a staph infection because I had a nine-year-old lady uh, coming in for life insurance and she had to inject me, or I should say take my blood, which I hate needles. I didn't look. Mm-hmm. She drugged the needle across my arm and then, <laughs> you can, I don't even see it. I don't even see it anymore. She drugged the needle across my arm and then she injected it. So is that going to create a staph infection? I don't know. There it is. That's it. She drug it across my arm and then she punctured me. She was like 90. She fell out of my house. Literally. I had to catch her on the way out and wow. put her back up. She was so old. She was, uh, is that a staph infection? Am I going to die? I hope not. Let's ask the chat. Looks Am I going to die? Do you want me to die? <laughs> sure. We'll get both there. There's so much to get into. I am nervous about that. I keep looking at it. Yeah. Uh, give me some antibiotics. And I question why, my, why does my wife it? want me to get life insurance all of a sudden? That's my other question. Oh man. That's... Should I be worried? <laughs> Let's get into trending combat sports here. Uh, ben Askren uh, versus Jake Paul. That's going down this weekend. Yeah. Are you going to watch? Hmm, what am I doing? Look at him. He's got to worry. It's sexy. You got to think about it. I, I think so, man. I think so. It's, it's, like a, it's like a train wreck. You have to watch. A car accident. Yeah, I feel like I want to watch too. I, I feel like I shouldn't, but I want to. Um, a lot of stuff going on with that. Uh, the, the thing is, like, I don't know who's going to win. I do know. I think I'm going to go wreck. Jake Paul is going to win. Yeah, because Jake Paul's not stupid enough at this point in his Mm -hmm. career to take a fight. If you think about it, where he's going to lose it, he needs to keep ramping up till he finally loses, so he can get more money. That's my thought as a businessman. Uh, What are your thoughts? I mean, you have an Olympic, you know, Olympic wrestler. He's a supreme athlete, wrestler, um, supreme athlete, Um, striker. No, he's obviously not wrestler. Exactly. There you go. Unless he's been working on it. But you know, he's a YouTuber, man. Like how many years? You, you. One thing you cannot change. And you cannot speed up his experience. Experience mm-hmm. is just experience. True. How many times you fought opponents and how much time you have in the ring. You know, you, you can expedite it where you can try to catch up to somebody that has 10 years, but you can't. Even if you're doing, you know, two a days, three a days, whatever the case may be. But um, I think it'd be an interesting fight for sure. He's definitely. The thing is, when you look at it, if the guy, uh, Ben, is a former Olympian, right? Mm-hmm. He's got that mentality of an athlete. So he's going to work his ass off to win this fight. Uh, if he wants to become a better striker, he's going to do that. Because, again, that Olympic athlete mentality, you don't get there easily. So that's the only thing that I could see that might work against Jake Paul here. Uh, but I think Jake Paul, again, as a businessman, it would be stupid uh, to take a fight that he didn't for sure think he was going to win. Because, look, fighters are like, I'm going to win this fight. But mm-hmm. there's got to be a little bit of doubt somewhere. You know, you're a businessman. You have to figure out if it's good for you. That's my thoughts on Jake Paul, Ben Askren. But the other thing is, I feel like Ben is this savior of MMA. I was talking to Evan, our, our director of content, the Lord himself. He's mm-hmm. Lord Evan Zentar. I was talking about this before um, we went on the air. So he's like the savior of MMA, right? So I was thinking with Evan, we're trying to figure out if there was a bare knuckle fighter to take on Jake Paul, which I would love to see. Come on, Jake Paul. Let's get some bare knuckles. Who would be the savior? Who would Dude, be the person? He, he, all right, number one, he would never step in a ring. Man. He's a wimp. He yeah. couldn't do it. Nah, nah, nah. Not nah. man. I'm but, not a man either. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> my man, man. <laughs> We're going to get to that. I got my money on Chris Lieben all day, every day. That fight would be amazing. Oh, I would love to see that. That would, would be amazing. It. Lieben, Lieben got into it on social media. He put some stuff up about that a while ago. I honestly think Chris Lieben with one hand taped behind his, his back would be able to knock him out. He'd probably jab him to death. That would be insane. Be um, great. So in the chat, though, let us know, too. Who, who do you think you'd like to see if Jake Paul ever had the guts, the balls to do bare knuckle? Yeah. Who would you like to see him fight? Let us know. That'll be some fun we can have yeah, throughout I, the show. You know, I apologize to the chat. I don't have my computer on me, but uh, everyone that's in here today, uh, thanks for joining us live. we got a lot of great uh, fans that join us weekly. Um, yeah, we love seeing you guys. Big respect up to them. I'm trying. Okay, let's let's as we get ready to move on here. Uh, oh, there we go. We oh, got the, we go. the oh, my up. man Joe Miggs in the house. Oh no, we have to show this. Big Ben. 
We're Love on Big screen ben. now with Jake Paul. This is him getting ready. The pre-fight workout, I believe it comes from. I mean, look, I think that's what impressive. What is this nonsense? He's stretching. I've never, what is this? I've never seen this in my life. Is he doing yoga? Like, what is he doing? I have a three-year-old at home and I fly him like Superman the opposite way like this. Like, so I don't know what he's doing here. Diego Sanchez from the UFC did some kind of strange, like, meditation you know, yoga style guy beforehand. <laughs> Hold on. Old man knows right, nothing. Man. The chat says, uh, I'm sorry. No, it's, it's Big Ben. Big Ben, our big fan. Big Ben from the Unreal Mobile. Big winner we had a couple months ago. Jake Paul versus Britton Hart. I would see that. That'd be fun to watch. Yeah. You know, Britton Hart would probably beat him to death. Uh, <laughs> big shout out to Boss Boy. Those guys look mentally retarded. Respect. <laughs> That's Thank true. You. So look at this. I don't know what Jake Paul is doing here. It may be something in the chat can tell me because uh, is he stretching? It's it's strange. Is he trying to get reactions from morons with microphones like us like to get talked about? What was that? I don't that know. That has nothing to do with fighting, you know, does it? I just it? looked at my face and it was just like, uh. I got scared when it came back. Yeah. All right, let's move on from Jake Paul because quite honestly, yeah. sometimes he gets on my nerves. He's, he really does. Uh, well, we're kind of moving on from Jake Paul. Triller. Triller acquires Fight TV. I don't know if you've heard about this. Uh, this is a big deal. This Fight TV is wonderful. Now, mm-hmm. the only thing I think that I read about this that I know is it doesn't sound like the, the business structure of Fight TV is going to change much. It just sounds like they've acquired it. But I mean, I come from the radio world where stuff gets acquired all the time and it's never going to change. We promise mm-hmm. as they're clearing offices out down the hall when they tell you that. So you can never tell. Uh, I, I don't know much about it, but that's what I know. They say it's not going to change. I think I read, but I feel like one day it almost has to when that kind of stuff happens. Yeah, I think Fight TV has a wonderful brand. We've worked Great with them. Great brand. In the past, I love Fight TV. You know, uh, ordering their pay per views and their product in general is just is phenomenal. Well, hopefully um, it strengthens them even further. I hope so too. I mean, uh, Triller's been putting on some, you know, it seems like they came out of left field. Uh, they're putting together these super fights, uh, the fights that fans want to see. Um, and they have an app to support that and how that plays out and how that rolls out. I'm interested to see. You know, it's supposed to be a competitor to TikTok. It's supposed wow. to be the next TikTok. So. But here's the thing. Is Triller, you're saying that, but is Triller like a, a flavor of the week kind of thing? Because when you look at it, they're putting on, and I just said the week, the like year or two. 50 million downloads? I get 250 it. million I get downloads? it. But that's, a, that's a good taste in flavor. It, it's, it's good. But, <laughs> but here's, I, I should phrase that differently. <clears throat> when it comes to fighting, mm-hmm. how many times are we going to be interested in seeing YouTubers versus fighters? I mean, I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess other people will too, but are they going to have to change their business strategy a little bit? Are they going to mm-hmm. use those platforms for other things I would imagine in the future, well, not I just think, fighting? Sure. Well, I can't comment to you know, their thought process, but Fight TV puts on a plethora of events. Sure. And, you know, from how I... Um, <laughs> legitimate quote unquote you know, professional backgrounds in boxing for both fighters yeah. um, versus um, YouTuber versus uh, mixed martial artist I'm, style. There's events. a place for that, right? Yeah. The YouTuber stuff. There definitely take, is a place again, for that. not take anything away from any competitor. No, um, but yeah, I, I would be interested to see what their you know business plan is. Well, they have these concerts. Mm-hmm. They have all these big acts that come there and perform too. So maybe we'll see more of that as well. We'll see what happens mm-hmm. with Triller. I'm interested business wise to see what happens and to see how these YouTuber fights continue, if they're able to continue and if they, if people are still into them a year from now mm-hmm. kind of thing. But I guess the YouTubers audience will always be there because we're old men and we don't always understand these type of things. Uh, true. Let's move on from the YouTube and talk about real fighting. Let's talk about My this man. big BKFC signing. Tell me about the BKFC signing. You know about it. Yeah, we so about I read, you know, I read the article, man. It's saying Vanderlei Silva is signed to BKFC. And ironically enough, talking about big production and, and Triller and putting together these big acts. Um, I watched his fight versus Rampage from the Pride days. I mean, that's just, you know, they Pride used awesome. to, well, bro, the stadiums were slam-packed and the, the production value, it was just off the charts. Those events were truly events. They were amazing. They're awesome. But I am so excited, you know, after watching, after reading that, I had to go back and watch some of his fights and you just get hype. The dude is just a machine. So, oh, he's bad, bad dude. Um, yeah, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, Dig into that a little bit. I want to dig into it too. When is he fighting? That's what I want to know. Do we have a date yet? I mean, he signed. I didn't see it. But I did see a YouTube poll that uh, we had put up on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) That's where we put the YouTube polls. And it was asking you who he should fight. And, And I love that some of the fans were commenting saying things like, you know, when you say, this is why we love BKFC, we appreciate you for saying that because mm-hmm. you're not always putting on the fights you want. You're putting on the fights that we want, the fans. Mm-hmm. So we put a poll up there on the YouTube poll, and I think we have it. I believe we can throw it on screen. Who should he fight? And this is what you said. This is your thought. We'd love to hear you in the chat comment on this as well. I mean, obviously, uh, the winner here is going to be versus Victor. So uh, was that the fight you'd want to see? What one would you pick, Rob? 
Um, I like I like Vanderlei Silver and Vitor Belfort. I you know I don't know what the Vitor, structure I said is. Victor, I'm sorry, yeah, Vitor. It's I cool. Yeah, all, all good, man. The Phenom himself. Um, he's he's a monster. You know they they fought before and that was an amazing bout. Um, Chris Lieben he knocked out Vanderlei. Um, you know you have a, a bunch of different people you can throw into Chris Lieben I versus Chris anyone Lieben in versus second anyone. place. Anyone but me. How about you, Rob? I'm good. I don't need that. Yeah, nah, man. I'm never gonna be on the. But if you look at the end, top hopefully. ones here, I mean, obviously mm-hmm. it's a good signing for BKFC with Silva because look at this. You got 36 percent want to see him fight because it's what fantasy fight, not just what Silva fight. Mm-hmm. And you got 23 percent. I mean, that that's more than 50 percent of the people want to see Silva fight for us. As do I. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be insane when he does. I can't. Who do you think, man? Like, who do you think he's going to go against? I don't know. And, and that was going to be one of my questions. Aside from that poll, is there somebody else in our current roster? Is yeah. there someone else that the fans are like, man, I would love to see Vanderlei, you know, knock his block off? Or somebody else try to knock Vanderlei's block I off? I know. Who knows what's going to happen? Well, as I said at the beginning of this uh, segment, we started talking about Silva. The cool thing is we're very transparent. As you know, if you watch the show, you have a lot to say about the product, and we'd love to hear from you. So let us know in the chat who you'd like to see Silva fight. Anybody. It can be Burt Current BKFC. I'd love to see a Burt Current BKFC guy. I really would. Me too. But anybody you want, let us know. I don't care if it's uh, you that wants to fight him. You're crazy, but uh, you can do it. <laughs> you can do it. Uh, what about, let's move on uh, with more stuff going on. More with, drama. There's so much drama more in drama. combat sports right now. Dustin and Connor. Yeah, what is going on with that? All right, so, you know, first you have... Uh, you have Dustin coming out saying that he never received the five hundred thousand dollars. I know, and, and Connor responded back with, "Well, I didn't see a uh, a business plan for for the, <laughs> for the charity." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I didn't see like, that part. Like, oh, okay, I, I, yeah, I guess that how that's gonna roll. Um, and then you know, Connor, you know, hopping online, you know what the fight, the fight's off, and you know, you guys can just read it for yourself. Uh, it's because, up on screen yeah, now. Yeah, because we try to read it to you, we're gonna stumble and bumble over it. If you're listening on the podcast, you can look it up. It's on. Uh, Dustin's Twitter, I think it was, they went back and forth. But further to that, Conor McGregor said, the fight's off. I'm pulling out. I saw that. It's done. And then it's, the fight's back on. Get your tickets now. But look, clear, it's clear what's happening here. You see what's happening. Trying to sell the fight. Exactly. That's what I I was going to say. I think it's business. I Mm -hmm. think that they're like, okay, last time Conor wasn't, we talked about this last week, wasn't the Conor that he normally is. Now Conor's not donating to a charity. He's being crazy, the firecracker that we know. It's going to sell the fight more. And quite frankly, if Conor doesn't win this fight, it might be kind of, uh, I don't want to say curtains for Conor, but the fights are going to be few and far between as we go along, I think, here, unless he does some other kind of uh, sport. I, I think so, too. And I would actually like to hear the real details for that story because some of the things that come out in a personal life uh, of a fighter really shapes my opinion on, to be honest, of whether I choose to watch them or not Agreed. getting into the ring. You know, if you're punching old men who don't accept your whiskey or, you know, I mean, listen, man, look, you have to go through where there's smoke, there's fire. People make mistakes. You know, he's got sexual allegations against him. Now he's not donating to charity. He's punching old men. He's throwing stuff whiskey. through bus windows. Yeah. I mean, it's, remember that one. We'll never use him again. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Come on. But like, you know, I, I get it. He's a great fighter. And his 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 quick, you know, not to elaborate too much on this. Why I uh, felt, you know, a. uh a resurgence of, of wanting to watch him was his backstory. And I, you know, I'm from, you know, I was a plumber. I quit. I slept in a gym, you know, I'm, I'm for the, you know, country of Ireland. To me, it sounds like it's all been a show and yeah. he's got his money and it's like, you know what I mean? I'll do whatever I want. I don't know. So you question his, uh, him as a human his being. integrity yeah. outside it's, of the ring. It's important. I believe yeah. that too. I said to fighters all the time, it's great that you're a good fighter. That's icing on the cake. But when mm-hmm. people have to deal with you and you have to promote, we, we want to make sure you're a quality human being too. Yeah. Cause it makes the organizations look bad. Uh, let's, let's move on from Connor and Dustin. I mean, we'll see what happens as, as, as the fight turns, we'll call it. Yep. And this is a uh, more, more drama. It's just like a like, drama yeah. alarm or something. It's be like fighting words. This is uh the big Mark Godbeer. Maybe you've seen this online. I think we have a clip of versus Mick Terrell. <laughs> fallout that was supposed to happen apparently but it wasn't i don't know what the heck's going on i know we have the clip let's go to the clip here's mark godmere talking i need to know asap dave i want a full camp i need to know who i got um once once i know i can then arrange to get out of the country i need to have my p1 visas need to have everything no worries my man leave it with me i'll sort it my man the same old yeah my man how you doing my man fucking dave Feldman, my man man fucking man right and then i've waited my man, that was <laughs> there a, that it was a, that was a, a very stiff words from Mark Godbeer, and, and we're going to get into in a minute. We have a statement from uh, 
BKFC president David Feldman on that, and mm-hmm. we'll get into that. But first, our thoughts on it. I mean, what are your yeah, thoughts on this? Yeah, so, all right, mm-hmm. let me, I would love to get him, and maybe we can get a uh, uh, call with him maybe next week, ideally, um, and that's point number one. So With Godbeer. Uh, yeah, the fight was announced, and apparently he ghosted the world. Meaning when his fight was announced, um, no one could get in touch with him. His manager at the time could not get in touch with him. He turned off his WhatsApp. He turned off really? all his social media channels. So it's really difficult. And then I guess he's, he's complaining about his, his visa and all that. If you turn off all your channels of communication from the world, how, are, how can you then communicate with people? And then when the fight's off then everything comes back online. It could be a coincidence, but you know, that's kind of suspect. One of the things I'd heard, I don't know if it's true. And this is purely speculation was that mm-hmm. he had heard uh, something about Mick Terrell's manager said something about that. that he didn't want to fight him. This is something I heard through the grapevine sure. on social media. I do not know if this is true. I shouldn't be mm-hmm. saying this cause I don't know, but uh, I wonder if that didn't upset him a little bit too, because now people are saying, Oh, he's afraid of Mick Terrell. That's not necessarily the case. He's saying it's other things beyond my control. That's Mark Godbeer's side of the story. And I think it's important that we listen to everybody's side of the story mm-hmm. and then we make our own uh, assertions about what happened or we move on. Uh, I know that we do have a statement from BKFC president David Feldman available. Mm-hmm. And I think we can put that up on screen here in a second. After Mark, here's what David says. If you're listening on the podcast, not watching, uh, this is from David Feldman, the desk of David Feldman. After Mark agreed to the fight with Mick Terrell, all communication stopped. We were looking forward to that fight. I okay. was, I've been looking, look, I've been looking forward to Mark Godbeer because I haven't seen Me him too, live man. Yet. I think that guy has money to be made. I think he's a great fighter. I think he's got a heck of a personality. I think even in that video mm-hmm. where he was talking out about the stuff that happened, he had a great personality. And and I think that he continually, excuse me, will continue to have a good personality, but we have to get this all sorted out. I don't know how that's going to happen. I mean, do you know where it, where it lies now? What's going well, on? Well, I mean, that just that kind of ties into what, <clears throat> excuse me, what Dave Feldman had actually talked about was, you know, I'm following the communications because he's posting stuff. Tyler Goodjohn's posting stuff. You know, they're bashing BKFC. They're bashing Dave Feldman. I think that was actually posted on Tyler Goodjohn's Instagram account. Maybe he shared. And that's the thing. Um, Mark Godbeer didn't have a voice. No one could communicate with him. Hopefully, you know, we can get him on the show. He can air his side of the story. And, See what's see what's really going on, man. I I, I would love to see him fight. Constant problems across the pond between. I don't know what. I don't know if it's a communication thing. I don't know if it's COVID. I, we yeah. got to figure that out because mm-hmm. again, both these guys. I know we want to see fight, and I was I was looking forward to Mick Terrell and him. I really was, dude. I I'm looking forward to to. Godbeer fighting. I hope that happens. What a great so name. What's yeah. it? The Hand of Godbeer? Hand of Godbeer, yeah. The Hand of Godbeer. How could you not want to see a guy like that fight? So, yeah. Well, he was in the other promotion prior. You know, he, he fought in America already. Pre-COVID, um, yep. obviously when COVID happened or is happening. It's that was the only fight difficult. I couldn't come to live, man. That was the only <laughs> fight I wasn't at live. I was, I was really looking forward to seeing him. So we'll see what happens mm-hmm. with Mark Godbeer. My other question is that comes out of this, and, and this isn't an attack on Mark Godbeer. It's, it's any fighter. Uh, why do fighters sometimes take the social media? As interesting as it is to watch, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You know, I, I like to watch what they have to say, sure. but to air their grievances on social media. Again, not just Mark Godbeer. I've seen this happen in other other organizations, things like that. Uh, is that because they feel helpless? They, they, they why? Um, that's kind of twofold, man. If someone talking? said, "Do you like it or do you dislike it?" Would you like uh, a fighter to talk about you know their personal problems online? I I leave it up to them. I think you know they're adults. They know you what know, they're doing. They, you know you have to be responsible, though. You know if you say some stuff that's really really bad, you're going to be held responsible. But silencing people just for the sake of silencing, I'm not a fan of that. I think everyone should have a voice, and if they want to use it in a bad manner, or if they want to use it in a productive manner, hey, that's that, that's their option. And that's, that's the cool it. thing about BKFC. I mean, we do we let the fighters have voices; they can say what they want, and we'll answer them on shows like this. Dave will put out the the statements, and uh, we'll iron everything out. Yeah. Let's let's put everyone's cards on the table, kind of thing. Sure. I love that. Uh, no, no cards hidden here unless I'm playing a game against you and I want to win some money. Then I might hide a couple under my seat or something like Get that. That ace up your sleeve, ace up my <laughs> sleeve. All right. Well, you know what? I think we're going to come back. We have two great knockouts of the week, uh, and I'm excited to see. What, well, I know my my knockout's great. I know why I did it. I'm not sure what yours is. I never am. Wait till you see mine. I always say it's great because I know it's going to be great. <laughs> but I'm going to put the Tiger Life up because we're going to hear from Tiger Life right now. I'm going to take a sip as you watch this, and we come back with KO of the weeks. We're back, baby. See how excited I am? I get really excited (laughs) to have my Tiger life. You know, it was a good time. Uh, We're back with a segment that we enjoy doing here. I know Rob likes it. Well, Rob's always interesting to see what he picks. Uh, I know what I've picked, but it is time for... Do we need a drum roll for this? I don't know. I like doing this. The KO of the week. Boom! There it is. 
man, these graphics are getting uh, awesome. This is live too, people. That's it. That, that's that's our, our amazing producers in the in the truck over there. They can mm-hmm. make it happen. The other thing we see make happen is Dylan Kleckler taking on Josh Burns at BKFC 17 coming mm-hmm. up. The heavyweight title eliminator. A lot of people talking about it. Matter of fact, Josh Very Burns going to be on uh, probably in about, mm, I make up times, 20 minutes. But <laughs> since I'm good, me, I don't man. even know. He's coming on later. We're looking forward to talking to the hammer, Josh Burns. But my knockout of the week does not involve Josh Burns. It involves a guy he's taking on, Dylan Kleckler. Now, this one uh, we're going to throw up on the screen. This was... I believe it was Dylan Kleckler's first time at BKFC. I know that because it was my first time at BKFC. I interviewed him right after this. Look at that. Dude, he so, went uh, hunting. So no, that was, I think that was the first shot. And then there's a second shot. This is, this is, he gets him back up and then boom, watch. Lays wow. it right where he needs to. Here we go. <sighs> Takes him right down. Uh, so look at that. Boom, boom. Dylan Kleckler. Guy's scary, man. Scary. <laughs> and Frank Tate's not like a, a weak link to go nah, against. Man. I mean, that's a fight. He's and a solid opponent. I remember the conversation I had with Dylan Kleckler right after that. Uh, we did it on screen, actually. I said, welcome to BKFC. Because, you know, <laughs> he, he felt good. He was happy. He was excited to be here. He still is excited to be here. That's why I'm excited. I mean, you got two guys coming mm-hmm. up that are going to throw two heavyweights that are going to fight with like huge knockout ratios at BKFC 17. That's April 30th, by the way. Uh, BK, B, excuse me, <laughs> bare knuckle fighting. B, yes, BKFC.com. You can go there to subscribe to the app. I'm so excited about the fight. I can't even think straight, but I know that it's going to be two guys just throwing and I can't wait to talk to Josh Burns to get his thoughts on it. Uh, Dylan Fireworks, Kluckler man. is no awesome. joke. You're it's right. neither it's one of them are. It's going to be awesome. So that's my KO of the week mm. because I'm so excited about the fight coming up April 30th on BK fc.com get the app see i did it correctly that time <laughs> because the internet troll that i am my my ko of the week i'm scrolling through twitter and i stumbled upon this but check this out man this this old man's got hands watch this okay so going oh, oh, got, oh. Him. oh I, <laughs> got him <laughs> can i be sean wheelock game set match that's it oh that's a real knockout on me that old man had some hands right there he was back look look that was a good look you know, at this he, look pop watch no, oh. if you had to pick who was going to win that fight, I, I probably, I don't know. The other guy seemed bigger. That you was know? a walk-off knockout. He said, he said I'm a, he, mic drop. It's a mic drop. And the best part is I love the cars that are stopping like it's a drive-in movie. They're just going by, checking it out. They're, they're, they're enjoying being stopped at a stoplight. They're like, I might stay here longer. Let the light, you never want the light to not yeah, change. Yeah, man, look, that, and that's, <laughs> and I, I stress it. Be careful who you start shit with on the street. You never know who's got a background in boxing, no, fighting, man. mixed martial arts. That that guy knew what he was doing, man. He's, he slipped the first one and he just came over to the top and. He, he hit him. He literally just turned. He knew it was over. He dropped so, him. I, I mean, I would, if I was sitting there at that stoplight, man, I would be like, bah, 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 yeah. honking my horn and then driving along and going about my day after the entertainment. Now, uh, normally we'll do a um, knockout of the week when it comes to, to fans here. I'm not sure that we have one this week. If you want to email info at bareknuckle.tv. Some people were uh, Instagramming me, DMing me, sliding into my DMs. And they're like, well, how do I send it in? So it's info at bareknuckle.tv for your knockout of the week. Uh, we always look forward to seeing them. I know we've had some good ones. Uh, we had an issue with the email this week, unfortunately. We got hacked. Yeah, we got right. <laughs> <laughs> Probably Socia forgot Damn the password. Man, <laughs> Socia might have forgotten the password. I don't know. But we had an issue with the email this week, so we're going to get that back on track. Uh, yeah, again, hackers, live leave TV. us alone, man. Come on, man. These these hackers ransom stuff. Come on, man. I'm not dealing with that. All right. So we don't have that this week, but what we do have for you is something even better. That you were saying that a big surprise you want to throw out there. Something you found on the way to work. That fell off a truck. Oh, you fell off a truck. Yeah, it fell off a truck. This is the fall off a truck giveaway. It's a fall off a I'll truck I'll give you your giveaway. drum roll because this is a good giveaway. So if you're watching, we're going to tell you how you can win this. Here we go. This fell off a truck. Here we go. Bam, baby, Not right too here. Hard. Oh, nice and easy. Not too hard. You don't want to break before we <laughs> Who wants a PS5? I, I don't even know what they do. I stopped at PS2, I think. But PlayStation 5. You cannot find this, man. You cannot hard. get this in stores. You cannot get this online. We I'll got be, one. I could sell this on eBay, you mean? <laughs> you do. You probably get like I don't couple, drop it. a couple thousand off of it, man. Look, now the show's better. So how, how do we go about uh, winning this PS5? How do All we right, do this? So we, we're actually doing a giveaway for Unreal Mobile. Uh, great sponsor, great partner of ours. Love them. That's who so, did the fan giveaway last mm-hmm. time with Big Ben. So we're doing, yep, we're doing a giveaway for the PlayStation 5. We're doing a giveaway for the Samsung 50-inch flat screen TV. Along with some... Wait, there's a 50-inch flat screen too? Yeah. So yeah. you can play your PS5 on a 50-inch flat screen? You win them both? Yeah, man. What else? Uh, well, you can't win them both. They're independent prizes. We have about well, you and a friend some, can win. Yeah, we have five uh, awesome swag bag giveaways, some t-shirts, some hats, uh, a year subscription, five year subscription from BKFC, five free pay per views yeah. from BKFC seven for BKFC seventeen. 
Uh, also, wow, this is the swag. The swag bags, you know, the merchandise we have is super cool. Like, mm -hmm. it's not like, I always say this, I don't feel weird wearing the merchandise. I actually like it. It's not like you force us to wear it. So you can win all this stuff, the Unreal giveaway, enter to win now, unrealmobile.com slash BKFC. And I, I'm well. I'm gonna I'm gonna take this PlayStation out here with me because I think I'm gonna take it home with me. I, I can't. I can't I, hold I, it. Don't. I want to. I take, can't hold I, it. Can I? Can I keep it? We'll keep it at my house this All week. Right, we'll keep it. There. Well, you can have the TV this week, and we'll switch. But someone, one lucky winner is gonna win that, dude. Not if I have anything to say about it. <laughs> Not if I have anything to say. About it's free to enter too. It's free. Oh, to it's enter. free. That's yeah, a huge that's surprise. And there's no no purchase necessary. Nothing crazy like that. PS5, 50 inch TV, BKFC pay per view yeah, swag man. bag. I mean, you can win all this stuff again. Uh, check out the website for that. Uh, it was unrealmobile.com slash BKFC, I believe. We had it on the bottom of the screen for you there. That's going to be huge. A lot of stuff's going to be huge that we have coming up. Matter of fact, moments away, this is gigantic. We enjoy doing these. It's it's a free thing. In case for some reason you don't subscribe to the app yet, what are you doing? Yeah. BKFC Watch Along. We're going to watch Josh Burns, who's going to be on the show after we watch the fight together. Josh Burns versus get Chris. our reactions to that. Who's, who's your boy? Who's Bert. he fighting? He is fighting Chris Sorrow, man. And we're going to watch that. And uh, from what I understand, at the end of that, if you remember, there was some bad blood, a little bit of a knockout, too, after the knockout. Bad blood before it at the well, weigh-ins. Well, yeah, I man. should say. Yeah, I should say. Yeah, it was the whole time. The whole thing <laughs> From the weigh-ins on, man. you're right. I, I want to... The bad blood, it, it exploded after the fight, I should yeah, say. Yeah, I want to hear Josh Burns, uh, Josh, what he has to, if that's still going on. Or He was very calm throughout it. I noticed that mm. the weigh-ins, he was getting trash-talked on him and stuff like that. And he just remained calm and didn't say much. Mm -hmm. And it was actually awkward when Chris walked away. Because Josh just kind of stood there. And I'm thinking, oh, man. And if you don't know much, you're thinking, well, this guy's really boisterous. Like, what's going to happen here? I'm, I'm more interested to see it now. And then we're about to see what happened. Let's, I'll tell you what. Why don't we just go right to it? Let's, Let's go to it. the watch along. This is, this is a great fight. That, uh, I know that both gentlemen came in ready to fight. And I think Chris was really ready to fight. But then he didn't realize how ready Josh was because apparently there was some personal drama there. Again, we're going to talk to Josh Burns in probably about 10 minutes or so, I would guess, uh, about this and, and find out more about it. But you look at the tail of the tape here. I mean, got a 10-year age difference. Uh, six, I mean, you can read it yourself. The 10-year age difference, that, that could be something, right? You would think going into it. but Yeah, you would think that would play somewhat of a factor. I mean, both of them came in that, you know. And if you do, if you do what I call the eye test, and you look at Josh, just no disrespect, Josh is a badass dude. Mm -hmm. But if you're looking at the eye test, you're staring at them both. Clearly, Kleckler is in the better shape of the two. Josh would tell you that. I mean, it, that's no secret. So that's one thing I was looking at. I think some other people might have been looking at too, but we didn't realize what was said. And sometimes what's said before a fight, even mm -hmm. if it's hype and it crosses over the line, I feel like it can, it can then, you know, uh, seep into the fight and make people want to win more. Yeah, absolutely. Coming out to the walkout. With his sponsorship shirt on. <laughs> there he is. Man, he's right. This was, by the way, we'll talk about this in the interview too, but this was Josh Burns' only fight in BKFC because he was going to fight, I think, Sam Shoemaker, and then COVID Initially. stopped that. That's right. Josh, yeah, at this yeah, point, yeah. had been wanting to get into uh, BKFC for a while. He'd known about it. He was ready to go. So uh, this fight had been probably, oh, gosh, I'd say a couple years in the making. He'd been waiting for this moment. And then when you throw in uh, the, the little bit of beef that him and Chris had, uh, that makes him more. Look, he's calm. He's relaxed. Always oh, got Mark Coleman, the hammer, the legendary hammer by his side who gave him the nickname The Hammer, by the way, and we'll find out more about that. I'm curious about that, too, in the interview. What, what an honor. Yeah, we, we, you know, when you're cornered by a heavyweight champion. And trained. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's, does it get any better than and that? And he gives you his nickname. So. What kind of, that, that's the ultimate respect for Josh Burns, who's taking on Dylan Kleckler, by the way, coming up April 30th, BKFC 17, bkfc.com. You want to grab that app if you didn't yet. Don't be a lowlife and steal it, because we'll find you. Yeah. We'll come to your house, drink all your milk, put the empty carton back inside the fridge. Yeah, that's right. I like he's waving. He's, look how relaxed this guy is. He's going into a fight, and he's very confident where if you saw the weigh-in, uh, he, he seemed calm. see how wide he is, He's man? gigantic. Dude, if he just jabs you, that's it, man. It's now, over. Now, here comes Chris. Rocking his custom Chris Sorrow, Chris Sorrow t-shirt. I like some that, though, success. man. That's pretty cool. He had had some success in BKFC uh, before this, and I think, I wonder if Chris... Because of the success he had, and this is just me spitballing, because of the success he had, maybe he went in more confident than he should have. I'm just guessing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I want to say he was 1-0 prior to this, or maybe even 2-0 going into this. Yeah, I, and, and I, I apologize had, for not knowing his, well, his no, exact was, um, record going into this fight. But, I mean, he looks great. He's, he's obviously, I mean, look at the shape he's in. The yeah, face-off is up there. Now, that's what we were talking about. If you look, he's talking all kinds of trash to Josh here, which, I, I look, I'm a guy that enjoys the trash talk. I know mm -hmm. some people hate it. I think it's great. 
but uh, look, Josh just turns stop, away. Man, he didn't stop throughout. No, the entire he just keeps thing. going, and he just says something about like, oh, "We're gonna find out the ring," and then he makes fun of him. He clowns him some more, and then uh, when he walks away, if I can remember, I don't. Yeah, he continues. Yeah, haha, look at this guy. You're, you're not a fighter. Whatever he says to him, I don't know the exact words, um, but we find out what happens here uh, throughout the throughout the match after we saw that. Yeah, just reading the chat right now. Uh, yes, I do remember when Felony knocked out Vanderlei. I don't know if it says Candylay at Shockwave. Yes, that was a um, one of the most shocking things in combat sports is Vanderlei uh, Silva getting knocked out. And yeah, that was crazy. As man. we go into this, Rob, as we go into this mm-hmm. fight, we're looking at here. D-Enforcer commenting. We love D-Enforcer. Thanks for always checking in with us. He said, listen, I'll tell you what. You don't realize how hard these guys hit. Burns tapped me with his fist to see if I wanted to go eat. <laughs> and I was like, bro, <laughs> damn, don't do that again. That is true. I've been punched in the stomach and the arms by these professional fighters. And you, you think, you know, are they hit like when yeah. they're play fighting, they had heavy, heavy, heavy hands. Yeah. You uh, gotta, you gotta watch it. I man. mean, Soro seems very confident in a different kind of way here. Whereas Josh just seems confident. Soro's like ready to go. Yeah. There's definitely some hype going into this and some bad blood. Well, from I, I don't know who created the bad blood. From what I could see, it seemed yeah, like that come from? it seemed like maybe Chris did, but I don't want to talk out of turn mm-hmm. here. We'll find out when we talk to Josh Burns coming up in a couple minutes. Actually, we're going to be talking to Josh Burns, who's facing Dylan Kleckler right after this fight. Well, Chris Sorrow, he's he's fighting at BKFC 17. He's on that card too. That's going to be a great card. So, so could fireworks happen? Yeah, any, man. Let's find that out from Josh too when we talk to him. Yeah, is, is there, there still, still bad blood there? Yeah, is there still something going on with that? They're towing the line, and uh, here we go. I mean, I wouldn't want to tow the line. Look, these guys don't even think about it. You know, just kind of sizing, sizing each other up, you know, measuring the distance right now. I mean, he's and, throwing. Yeah, he's Chris, throwing. Chris is throwing. Chris is circling good, man. He, he, he was sticking the jab pretty good. I think, you know, he's, that right hand was, you know, that was pretty telegraphed. <clears throat> but, you know, his circling and his jab... No, I, I can't see from my vantage point, but I, I'm trying to see. I wonder if, and when I was there, I couldn't see. I wonder how much talking was going on between these two, because it seems like they're just fighting. Not much talking here. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's the thing. Josh Burns will maul you. He will come in. He's going to throw. And like I said, I believe he told me when I interviewed him, he has 100% KO ratio. Um, and he, I think none of his fights have gone past three minutes total or something like that, I think he told me. Yeah, I don't think so either. And he's fought in other organizations aside from BKFC. And I want to ask him, I want to, I want to get the lowdown on the difference between us, you know, BKFC, our rules and regulations, with the clinch. That's huge, That's man. Holding, huge holding and striking, that is, that, that might, that may be the difference between, you know, a stand-up fight and, you know, a ground fight. I agree. I agree. And, and you know, I, I see this. It's funny that the enforcer said this in the chat as well, because uh, I was just going to say, I remember Chris Lytle on commentary saying at one point that, you know, when Burns hit Chris, he could feel it. You could almost tell that he felt the power. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually would like to ask Chris that next time I see him, if, if that's the truth, how, how much he felt the power, or maybe if he underestimated the power. Of course, there's Mark Coleman, legendary hammer Mark Coleman. And this guy, it's fun to watch Mark Coleman too during Josh Burns fights because mm-hmm. he's almost like living vicariously through Josh. Sure. Uh, you know, and, and I like to see, <laughs> look at him. Look how in, once, like he's Once in the a ring. competitor, always a, always a competitor. Man. You know, I, I don't think that fire ever, ever dies down. As you said, it transcends to the younger generation, to the people that they train. As Apollo Creed said in Rocky IV, we the warriors, not some <laughs> light switch you turn on and off, some damn light switch. <laughs> Mark Coleman, legendary. Uh, of course, the hammer Mark. Pride, Coleman. heavyweight champion, <sighs> man. I remember watching him when I was younger. I remember watching him when I was younger and seeing the damage that guy did. Uh, if you don't know Mark Coleman for some odd reason, Google that shit, man. Go, go through YouTube. YouTube. That guy is a monster, man. He he looked not only was he a physical specimen, like six pack heavyweight. The dude basically introduced ground and pound to mixed martial arts. He he was one of the originators. Him, uh, Mark Kerr, you know the Smashing Machine, which you're one of your very good friends. Uh, the Rock is playing in a movie upcoming if soon. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Don't get me started with that. The people's <laughs> champ, right? All right. So we're watching the replay of the first round here, and you can see I'm getting both these big dudes. And look, he's throwing. It's not like Chris isn't throwing. Chris doesn't look scared. Yeah, it's no. just Josh is silently pissed silent that's the guys you have to worry about silent but violent i say mm-hmm. yeah you you can tell chris just wants the knockout man and the first 15 seconds like i said he was pumping that jab he was circling out then he was throwing in the right you know he's, he's starting it looks like he's starting this round off the same 
He's going. Boom! Iron is. Look at that. Wow. Now, there you go. Game, set, match. You had to get Big Dan. <laughs> that, that, all right. I don't think people understand how big Big Dan <laughs> right? is, man, that he can throw a heavyweight like that. That is insane. Big Dan is no joke. <laughs> no, he doesn't mess around. Look, Mark Curzon, let me get some. He's coming in. Not Mark Curzon. Mark Coleman's coming. Let me Let's get some. Say, He's all wow. See, now I know what's going Still on there because off. Josh had told me that he kind of, he's a competitor that doesn't normally mm-hmm. get like that, but <laughs> yeah, he's pumped. He's still going at it. I think, I think, wow. I think Mark Coleman's pretty pumped up too. I mean, not only is it a win, but it was something which seemed to be personal. We'll find mm-hmm. out about that more when we talk to Josh Burns here in just a couple minutes, but uh, what a, what a distinct knockout. I mean, he dropped him. He dropped Chris and I'm excited. Both these guys are going to be fighting of course on BKFC 17 coming up BK fc.com for that BKTV app. Let's watch the replay here. Let's watch how it all went down. Wow, man. Boom. What a right. Or see how Chris went down. Now that's got to, again, I'm not a professional fighter, but that's got to be a bad place to be in, especially something like this, because we have I'm to, oh, just there he goes. Him, there he goes. Let's there watch. it is. Boom. Look, his head rocked. That's it, dude. Let's watch Josh's face if we can here when he goes now. We can see Josh's face. So I want to see the intensity because I've never seen Josh get like this either. He's screaming Still. at him. I wonder what he said there. What do you think he said? What do you think he said, Rob? Still. He wasn't asking to go out Still. to dinner. I, I don't. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna let him comment on what he actually said. <laughs> I love that shot. I love that. <laughs> that is Coleman. great. Again, you have to look at Mark Coleman because for Josh Burns to not only have him in the corner but helping him train, yeah. this guy's a legend from Pride and all. And, you have to, that has to give you a little bit of an edge. I mean, I know Dylan Kleckler's got some great trainers too. I know that he has legendary trainers as well. Mm-hmm. So that makes me even more excited for this fight. I mean, they get up and go because these guys, let's, let's be honest. It's not that they have an ego. It's their, excuse me. It's not their egotistical, but they mm-hmm. have an ego. You know, they're former fighters. They want to see their fighter win. That's understandable. Absolutely. So, so now you have that. If you look at the final punch stats here, I mean, not, what do you have? 11, 12. So it's pretty even there landed thrown. Oh, Josh, about 10 more. But at the end of the day, body shots, punch shots, they don't matter. You know what matters? Who hits the ground? That's right. That one knockout, that's all it took. Who's in the history books? Who's going in the history books? Like as he promotes Tiger Life, which I'm going to do too. I'm going to drink one of my Tiger Lifes. It's so good. So it happens, man. You drink that Tiger Life, you knock a motherfucker out. That's right. Yo, Burns, man. You're drinking Tiger Life. You're, you're, You're just knocking it down. You got so many tattoos, you should get a Tiger Life tattoo somewhere. That's what I think. Like under your armpit, so when they raise your arm, you look, can see he's Tiger still Life. hype, man. He is not. He is. And he, I, he went into this fight so <laughs> he went to this fight so look, calm. Look there is definitely. I'm gonna put it out there. I still think there's some bad blood. There's between gotta them be. Too. There has to. I be, didn't. Man. I don't know if they squashed. Let's see and if, look. Let's see if they in the ring. Maybe we can do squared circle. If they squashed it, Brian. Right. I don't think the listeners know we're coming to the Birmingham live. You and I are going to be, you know, showing this show for lack of a better term. We're going to be live. Hopefully, we can get both of them. I don't know. At the same time, we might have to have a guard between. No, them. no, 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 no. Like <laughs> you, you know, I, you I'd can love stand to get, between them. Rob. They're, they're both fighting. They're both going to be in the building. I would love to get them on the show. Oh, I would love that That'd too. That'd be awesome. So, so again, you see at the bottom of the screen there, Kleckler versus Burns, heavyweight title eliminator. So whoever wins this is going to go against either Sam Shoemaker or Joey Beltron. Either fight's going to be yeah. good. I'd actually be interested to see when we talk to Josh Burns here in a couple minutes. The hammer when he comes on, who he'd rather fight? Uh, yeah, Shoemaker or or. Um, I can't um, think. Or Joey, I should know our champion. Mm-hmm. That happened when I know Arnold Adams. He must beat my head in. Uh, but I'm excited about that. And mm-hmm. excuse me, I'm sorry. Too Absolutely. much Tiger life. It's carbonated. Delicious. So, yeah. Um, but I, I think that when you look at that fight, you, you see Chris who, look, the guy is going to get, he's coming back, right? This is his first fight back that we're seeing at BKFC mm-hmm. 17. So let's see what Chris has. Let's see if Chris is going to el- re-elevate himself. Maybe he has something to prove now. So he could become even more of a dangerous fighter, which I'd love to see because sure. the guy... He's a little bit dangerous already, um, and he's going to become, like I said, more dangerous. BKFC 17, but then you got the heavyweight title eliminator, uh, Kleckler versus Burns. And both these guys, like I said, uh, I think they both told me in separate conversations, 100% knockout ratios. These guys are going to throw, and they're going to throw hard. Heavyweight title matches are the best in BKFC because these guys just they crush are, each man. other. They're, they're, it's going to be a knockout. What a I got my money on a knockout. I don't see this going me past either. the third me round. Is the, what do they call them? Parlay bets? Yeah, knockout, oh, speaking round? of, I was going to say, I don't got my, you know, my money going on past the third bets. If you're looking to place your bets, betonline.ag, accepting bets right now. And you can look at the ticker tape at the bottom of who the favorites are, who the, uh, I don't know what non-favorites, the long shot, you mean? Yeah, man. <laughs> Dude, I'm not, listen, I'm not, a, 
<laughs> I, I'm not a gambler. I'm sorry. Nor I'm not. I. A, I, I don't bet on fights. I play blackjack. Well, you can't. And I, you, wait, well, you can't. Bet I on lose fights. in Hold blackjack on. and I lose in roulette. Well, I'm not losing in, in in betting a fighter. Is that either. like if you bet on a fight and you you kind of work for the organization? Is that like a Pete Rose thing where you get in trouble? Can you even do that? It has to be. I'm not know. even going to go down that road. Uh, yeah, don't. I wouldn't either, man. <laughs> Let's leave it legitimate and, and you can yeah, check out the st- odds at the bottom mm-hmm. of the screen. And of course, we always like to hear what you have to say in the chat. So let us know if that's something if you're going to be betting and who you would bet on if you agree with the odds we always like to figure that stuff out too um i think it's interesting that when you look at some of these odds some people are like what so if you're like what here's what you do you place your money down if you truly believe it you make some money and since rob and i told you about it since rob and i told you about it we get a finder's fee that's what i like that's right right, man throw a couple dollars our way Right? Yeah. yeah, I like that idea. Some lobster, perhaps. Yeah, send, some yeah. caviar. <laughs> send us the Tiger Life. That's right. I want lobster, caviar. I know I like lobster. I don't think I like caviar. Maybe some. I can mix my Tiger Life with some oh, Don Perignon. Huh? <laughs> I don't know. I, I never eat this. I eat like You're sardines if I'm lucky. Sorry, look at my sardines. Look, look at the shirt. Isn't that great? I do. I thought that was a cool <laughs> show. The legends of comedy That's right there. It. We're getting ready to go to uh, Josh Burns, who is not a comedian at all. We'll go to him in a couple of seconds. Uh, this Far from a comedian. This guy's going to throw with bad intentions. Yes, he, he is. Again, BKFC 17 versus Dylan Kleckler. And we just saw his fight with uh, Chris Sorrow. And I want to find out more about the drama that happened there. I know you do as well. Mm-hmm. We're going to kind of look at uh, Josh's career, what got him to this point. And I know he's in the uh, the green room. He's being wait, wait, waiting to be let in the Zoom room. So we're going to let him in the Zoom room. I like that. The Zoom room. I like we're going to let him in. Uh, and uh, I can't wait to talk to the hammer Josh Burns. That's coming up right after this. I mean, I mean, I mean, Rob, Rob, the goal of this guy, we're, we're about to bring I Josh know, right? Burns on the hammer. Who's going to be facing Dylan Kleckler at BKFC 17, BKFC.com to grab that app. It's going to be a huge fight. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to get into your career chronologically, but I'm kind of insulted that this guy, Josh Burns, and uh-huh. I, I don't want to get beat up. So I have to tread lightly here. Mm-hmm. He comes on our show wearing a backwards hat. What kind of jerk wears a backwards hat? Number one. And number two, when I saw you on BKFC commentary, give, give me a straight shot. I want to talk directly to Josh Burns. When I saw you on BKFC commentary, you had that nice, like dress. See Jeff Cap over the corner. You can't dress up a little bit for our show. You got to be a, a weirdo with a backwards hat. Come on, man. You're lucky. You're lucky. I, I was going to come on shirtless. But <laughs> Dave Francis told me make sure that I wore clothes. So. <laughs> it's great. No, man. It's great to have you here, Josh. Just messing around. But you were actually um. You have some kind of future on on-screen stuff as long as it t- doesn't take my job with uh, <laughs> with commentary. You were great at the last event. I, I enjoyed hearing your analysis and, and how professionally you were speaking. Um, now, we just saw your fight with Chris Sorrow, and we're going to get into that in, in a couple minutes. But first, we want to start kind of from the beginning. That's what we want to do, Rob. I mean, that make the most sense. Let's, yeah. let's get people that are just tuning in that don't know you to get to know you. Yeah, Josh. Give us a little bit of background. You were fighting, you know, you're, you're from the USA, but you're fighting in a promotion overseas. You know, how did you get there? Why, why bare knuckle fighting? How did it even occur? Well, I obviously you guys know that I started boxing at five and uh, kickboxing at eleven. Wrestled in high school and college. Then Hold on, I stop, 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 sorry, stop. Sorry, Josh, Josh, you just say that like five? it's nothing. You know, I, I was listening to an interview that I did with you a while ago. I was playing Nintendo at five. Right, I was, I was probably, I don't know, changing my diapers. I know, I learning the potty training or whatever you do at five. But like you just said that, and when I heard you on an interview I did with you, you said the same thing. And when I heard it back, I thought he didn't say five. I just didn't hear what he said. Right. So you're saying you were five years old when you started boxing? Yes. Who put correct. you into boxing at five? five? Or is it something you wanted to do? No, my father. My father put me into was it. Was he a fighter? No, he actually a professional football player. So uh, I'm just not a big, uh, I'm not a big football. I mean, I love football, mm-hmm. but I'm the kind of I'm not a very good team sport guy. So if I do my job, you don't do your job. I'm pretty much wanting to kill you at the end of the game. So <laughs> I, just didn't, I didn't fare very well as a team guy. So I like playing, you know, one-on-one sports that uh, that mm-hmm. I'm accountable only to myself. So wait a minute, you would have a bare knuckle fight after the the team game if they didn't do what they were supposed to. So that's why you got into bare knuckle. That makes sense. Now, who did there your you dad go. play for professionally for football? Uh, he was uh, with the Cleveland Browns. Oh, the Cleveland Browns. Okay, I didn't. I didn't learn. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I learned something new, man. Does he have like a football card or something out? No, they were way back in the seventies when uh, before it was cool to be in the NFL. You know, uh, <laughs> back when they uh, when they'd walk into the training room, they hand them a little cup with a bunch of pills in it. They drink it, you know, take it down. They go work out. They don't know what the hell. Dude, I, I've heard yeah. that. Uh, who was Bubba Smith was talking about that with me one time? My old radio show that Talk they were giving. They called them greenies. They called them greenies. They didn't know what they were, and they were getting them all pumped up. He said he thought it was speed or something. Yeah, crazy, <laughs> crazy times. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. So you started boxing at five years old, which is blows my mind. I think mm-hmm. that's awesome. So I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, Rob and I were looking at each other when you said that. Like, yeah, did you just say yeah, five? Sorry. Yeah. Continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. So yeah. So started boxing at five. Switched over to kickboxing at eleven. 
you know, obviously did my wrestling in collegiate in high school. And then after that, uh, pretty much went to MMA kind of as a hobby. It was just something fun. I had a passion, but not like, not, not nowhere near this as it is for boxing. And the uh, boxing is my true love. And uh, I've known Dave Feldman now almost seven and a half years. And I was actually one of Dave's first signed fighters before he ever got his promotion up and running. But he ran into so many damn roadblocks. It was just insane. So mm-hmm. instead of sitting idle, you know, idle and sedentary, I didn't want to go back to Bellator. I, hell, I'm sure I still have one fight left with them. Uh, and I decided to go to the UK, get my feet wet, see what this bare knuckle was all about. Because I don't care who you are. When you first talk about bare knuckle and being a fighter, you're like, wow, like that's dangerous for your hands. You know, you got to be real careful. Mm-hmm. And uh, so went over there to figure it out. Actually lost a decision, my very first fight over in Coventry, England, and uh, or UK, wherever it would be. But I fell in love. Fell in love. It was just the, the rawness of the sport, the passion. And, it, you know, these guys had to stand and bang with me. Um, you know, most people know, like my corner and all the guys over there, when I went for my first fight, I was a little under the weather, but I had traveled over 15 hours just to get there and uh you know it was a great experience fought a great opponent and harry miles and it just sparked the passion for bare knuckle and the the thing i was waiting for my entire time doing this was to get back to bkfc back to stateside because you know dave's such a good dude and uh i've known him a long time and the one thing is dave's kind of a hard-ass motherfucker but uh but he's she's true to his word he's a man of his word and he might be hard, but uh, he's fair. And that's what I wanted to get back to. Somebody that had set rules and somebody that had a, a vision, you know? So so basically, you were over in the UK doing uh, the other bare knuckle fighting, BKB, I believe they call it, mm-hmm. because you were essentially getting yourself ready to come into BKFC. And the studying I've done and I've seen, and Rob and I were talking about this before, uh, BKB, a different set of rules than BKFC. Did that kind of play any kind of mind games with you when you were able to come back over here? And what are the rule differences? Well, as far as mind games, no, it actually, it's a, it's a benefit. We looked at it as a benefit for me in my career uh, due to the style. Uh, over there, they have what they call Victorian style. So a lot of goofy stuff. Uh, when I first fought for them for the first four years, they allowed guys to tape over the top of their knuckles. And you notice every fight I had, I damn near got cut. Even if I knocked a dude out in you know, a minute, I still had cuts at the end of the fight. And it's because they had this old school UK type, uh, like, I don't know, like sports athletic tape. And uh I got cut up pretty bad. Uh, I fought for the world title over there. And, you know, you, it's clear as day. You can see, you know, I fought Mickey Terrell. Great guy. Love Mick. But he definitely had his fingers taped for, you know, that. I mean, I got cut every time he touched me. He's that good that, you know, he was carving my face up. And uh, they also have an 18-second, like, count. Like, 18 se- so Whoa, 18, 18 second count? That's strange. 18 yeah, and 20, that, not 15. That's, <laughs> that's their thing. And that's their thing. So sure. when I fought uh, a Daniel Pottermore who, who thumbed me in the eye, and before that thumb happened, I knocked him out. I mean, first round knocked him out, took him 21 seconds to get up, but they allowed it to go. It's kind of like the Wild West over there. They yeah. do their own thing. And then when he got up, I went in for the kill. And not his fault, but just, you know, he's just doing this to try to keep me away. And you, there's a still shot with his thumb all the way in the back of my eye socket. Needless to say, the fight was stopped <laughs> about 30 seconds later because my eye went whoop. But, sure. uh, but eyes, so from, with, yeah, so from the, the thumb eye. to the eyes oh. to the 20, 30 second counts to the. And you're saying tape over the knuckles? So it's, it's is not it really bare, bare knuckles? knuckles. It's, it's not, not really bare knuckle. There's tape over the knuckles, and, and, right, Josh? And I don't want to speak yeah. for you, Josh. And you're saying that you're getting cut because of the tape, or do you think that would oh, be a part? I mean, 100%. I mean, you're going to yeah. get cut with bare knuckle, mm-hmm. but uh, at the same time, if you put some kind of abrasive, you know, taping on top of the knuckle you're you're going to tear that skin quite easily so sure. you know absolutely now now i think maybe now they've switched it but when i was there you you know the five years i was there it was tape on knuckle um they they allowed that to happen so so yeah i don't think that was very uh that was definitely a disadvantage you know to a lot of guys like me and uh you know i prefer the bkfc rules where we're taking only the wrist and the base of the metacarpal so you yeah. have open you know open knuckles and you're also allowed to snatch people up in the bkfc so you'll notice in bkb when i when i fought like mick Trell, who's a great guy great fucking fighter and he's coming over too and uh but he he he, he stuck and run he was smart he would not stand with me with bkfc i could snatch his ass up and throw him on the throw him on the iron ropes and take care of business. Now, Josh, I just heard you mention Mick Terrell and, and we have a, some drama going on. We talked about it earlier in the show, Rob mm-hmm. and I with uh, Mark Godbeer um, from the UK. And uh, there was rumor of that fight might be happening here. Uh, you fought in the UK. You've dealt with these guys. You've been around these guys. What do you make of the drama? Have you seen the drama with Mark Godbeer where he's, he's very upset because uh, he yeah. says, what's going on with that? Do you know? I, I, 
man, I'll tell you what, uh, you know, I like Mark Godbeer as a, as a friend and a guy, he's a good guy. Uh, he's kind of up and down a lot. And, you know, I just know me personally, I spoke to him up to, I think it was the first week or second week of March. And we were talking, he knew I had Kleckler. I knew he had uh, Terrell. Um, you know, we were talking about, you know, tactics on how to do things because I had fought with Mick. And uh, then the next thing I know, you know, Godbeer goes dark goes dark on all social media platforms. You can't get a hold of them. I don't know what happened. And then, uh, you know, it played out the way it played out. And now, you know, Mark's, you know, claiming he didn't know he couldn't get a P1 visa. And and I can't speak on the matter. All I know mm -hmm. is I find it very hard to believe that that the BKFC would only promote, you know, they promoted both fighters, but they're only going to work with one. I mean, Mick, you know, I, I know how these P1 visas work. If you've had one previously, it's a lot easier to get it. Yeah. You go down the consulate, do your thing. Mm -hmm. It's a lot easier. Yes. The company has to do their part, but but it's easier. Mick had to do it from scratch, and he has his. He's ready to go. So I find it hard to believe that someone has theirs, but the other one, the party that went dark and disappeared, doesn't have theirs. So, and I like both guys, and I'm and I'm not making assumptions on either way. I'm telling you on how I feel, how I see it, and uh, I just man, it's always something. I feel I almost feel bad for Mark. It seems like damn near every time he fights, there's, there's got to be some drama. Yeah. But none of us other guys have it, so who knows? Yeah, who knows? I know he mentioned your name in the video. That's why we brought that up. He said he was talking to you, so I wanted you to shed some more light on that. Uh, you know, one of the reasons yep. I love you getting away from that is because you're such a fighter. You always are ready for a fight. Matter of fact, I think the first time we met was in Kansas. Um, I don't remember the number on the event, BKFC. I think it was Salina, Kansas. And I saw you there, and you said, oh, uh, I guess Shoemaker you were supposed to fight. And mm. he had COVID, so you couldn't fight him. But you showed up. You're like, I just want to be here. I want to be around it. If they need me to fight, I'll fight. I'm ready to go. Awesome. I love that about you. A lot of fighters are like that, and I have a lot of respect for that. Talk about that. I mean, you were ready to go. It's been a couple years in the making at this point to go against uh, Sam Shoemaker. And then all of a sudden, the fight goes away. Uh, what, what happened with all that? Yeah, with the Sam, man, gosh, he just just wasn't in the stars, man. We we three separate times that we were set to fight, and you know, first time was shut down just because of the Kansas shut everything down. Then we had a second one, and I have no idea. I was ready to go, but for some reason, I was called by Nate and said it wasn't on. And then the last one, you know, like I said, you like you said, uh, got there for the week of the fight, and Sam was sick, had COVID, wasn't able to compete. And that's when I first met AJ Arnold's or Adam Arnold's. Uh, and I, I saw him, big dude. And I walked in and said, hey, you want to fight tomorrow? And he <laughs> laughed at me. He's like, no, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not ready, man. Because his shoulder, he had shoulder uh, injury or something. So I was just like, ah, well, I'm here, man. Want to see, want to see what it's all about. And, you know, that's. Didn't you, know, you have a nickname for him? I think I heard you call him a nickname. Oh, yeah. AJ, we call him the dancing bear, baby. Dancing bear. <laughs> so he's, he's. He's athletic, slick, and he, he likes to move around and dance. And I told him that you won't do that dancing shit with me, bro. And he laughs. And, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's all funny games. But the guy's a skilled fighter and uh, definitely looking forward to him. I, I, matter of fact, I'm pretty sure Mickey Trail called him out by name. And if that fight happens, you, you're going to hear from me. I'm, I'm predicting this. They'll fight in June. And the winner of those guys will probably be my first title defense after I snatch that title up from whoever. Whoa, I love it. That's where whoa. I was going to go, Josh. I All love right. that kind of tough talk. So BKFC 17, we're going to get to that in a couple minutes. Uh, BKFC.com, if you want to get the app, you can check it out. You're taking on Dylan Kleckler. Both of you are like knockout artists. This is going to be a great fight. You guys are coming to fight. I don't know how long it's going to go, but it's going to be awesome. Uh, we're going to get that in a couple minutes. But I want to talk about a knockout that we just saw before this. Uh, we're both unclear on what happened. We know there was some drama. We saw it at the weigh-ins. Mm. We saw it in the fight when you got pulled off and when you were yelling. We saw uh, Mark Coleman being so excited uh, that the knockout happened when you fought Chris Sorrow. Can you speak on what was the personal drama? It seemed very personal, was it? Yes, it it it, it went beyond the the fight game, the fight arena. You know, you know, God bless Chris. You know, I, he's young in the game, and just we had certain certain things leading up to the fight, and he decided to take it outside the realm of fighting and took it personal uh, mm. with myself and family. And mm. it just was the wrong move. Now for us, we keep everything professional. Like Coleman says, keep it cool and professional and calm until, uh, until fight night and fight night. We'll, we'll let our hands do the talking, but, but he definitely was, uh, he was, he was chomping at the bit and definitely was trying to get us to, to respond, you know, from the weigh-ins to the pre-weigh-ins to the mock weigh-in, you know, all the way through, you know, I mean, he told me he was going to knock me the fuck out in the back room and I heard it, but I acted like I didn't hear it. And but I saw my peripheral. I saw Mark Coleman square up, 
get that chest going, what Mark Dugan does. Now, mind <laughs> you, I didn't know I didn't know Coleman was going to make this fight because Coleman was six weeks earlier had a heart attack. Oh, six yeah. weeks wow. earlier. I didn't realize it was that re- re- recent. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was super recent. You yeah, shared so with me, me in an interview uh, what he said to you after you won. Do you remember what you said to me in the interview? He was so excited. What did he say to you, Coleman? Oh, yeah. Well, well that's what that's what calmed me down. Is that <laughs> Coleman looked at me and said, uh, JB, this is this is fucking great. I feel like I'm gonna have another heart attack. Oh <laughs> yeah, just like yeah, got it. down because I made made me nervous. <laughs> so so you're fighting so, yeah. you're fighting on BKFC 17. I want to reset that again. Uh, BKFC.com against Dylan Kleckler, heavyweight title eliminator fight. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, I also Rob brought up earlier. Chris is also on that card. Have you guys spoken yes. since this? Have you seen each other? Is there any drama that could happen? Or are you just two professionals? Like, is there still bad blood? Is that that's I, I, I saw Chris saying some stuff right after the fact. After your fight, um, even when you knocked him down, it looked like the emotion was running. Uh, after the fight, Chris, you know, was posting all over social media. I've never seen someone so active after a loss look like he wanted to go again. I'm not sure if that, you know, hatchet has been buried or, you know, if you guys are on well, speaking uh, to be, terms. Uh, to be fair and a hundred percent honest, you know, I'm a Christian. I try to be as Christ-like as possible, but I'm not Jesus Christ. So at the end of the day, that's, he did something where he crossed the line. And, uh, for me, it'd take a lot for me to turn the cheek. Uh, but you know, I'm still professional and, and I wish Chris nothing but success because I'll be pompous when I say this, but if Chris wins, it makes me look good. If Chris loses, it takes away from my victory with him. So sense. I want him to be, I want him to be a killer. It's pure business. Now I, I did see him at the Mississippi fights where I did some commentating and I did see him there. And, you know, he just, he's just, I think he's just Chris R. Just, he's just, I think he's used to being like the bully, like tough guy. And, you know, I think it's kind of surreal the fact that, you know, he lost the way he did. And, you know, but just like anyone else, when they get caught, they're like, oh, that could happen to anybody. It was a fluke. Let's do it again. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll just let, I'm going to let that die, let it lay down and, you know, wish him nothing but the best. And, you know, like I said, his success is my success. So, you know, so be it. Mm. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I, I know with BKFC 17 coming up on April 30th, uh, emotions are running high also with, uh, respectfully, uh, with you and Dylan Kleckler. And like I said, I'm really looking forward to this fight, but I'm going to put you on front. Street. I'm going to ask you right now. I mean, what makes you think you're going to come out the winner against Dylan Kleckler? What's your, your thought process on that, Josh? Uh, thought process is just bottom line. I just think I am a, a better, well-rounded, you know, bare knuckle fighter. I have by far, a hundredfold more experience than him. Uh, you know, we don't pull MMA into this because MMA is completely different than bare knuckle, but you can pull certain uh, aspects from other fighting uh, styles. And the fact that Dylan Kleckler has been knocked out cold, the fact that when he took three, I mean, got knocked out cold, took a few years off, came back, almost got knocked out. He did get dropped his very first debut back from taking that time off. Uh, makes me question, you know, your chin. And this is bare knuckle. This is an MMA and I'm, and you look at his MMA record, uh, you know, yeah, my MMA record doesn't look great either. But if you look at my my opponent win ratio, it was like ninety six point five percent. I fought the best in the world. Yeah. Uh, you look at his, uh, I think his his win ratio, his opponent's win ratio is like forty three percent. I don't think he's ever fought a winning fighter. So, and then you take that into consideration with his bare knuckle experience. Uh, Tate, God bless him, he did really good. He really tried hard, but I think Tate was intimidated mm-hmm. and and was passive when he fought him. And then, you know, I don't know the Jensen guy, but, you know, I can only say what I saw. I just saw what I consider a turd. And, and wow. it, it, <laughs> you, can, you, can, you, can, you can put that kind of guy away. I mean, anytime anybody, you know, someone's coming at him with the right and, and you're, not, you're not trying to fire back and get him off, but he does this and curls over, you know, and I mean, you deserve to get the fuck out of there. Like you were just, he was just happy. Jensen was happy to be on the show where Kleckler oh, knows he won, he wanted something more. Mm-hmm, so I respect, you know, and I respect Kleckler for taking the fight, you know, because it, it is a dangerous fight for for him because, you know, he's up and coming, 2-0, and oh, two knockouts, you know, so it, it, it's a risky fight. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a great fight. I, I think it's going to be a great fight. But at the end of the day, I think that uh, I'll be too much, you know, at the end of the day, just too, just too much, too much for him. Josh, so, what's your prediction on it? Yeah, there you go. I was going to same questions. Oh, I'm going to knock him out. It's just, it just depends on when it's going to happen. You know, uh, I know that he's with a really great camp. Uh, he's with a really great coach. He's got a good team around him, but they've only been together for two, two fights. It's the second fight. And, you know, I'm a fighter. I've been in this game a long time. You can't bring them dudes in there with you. 
And as soon as you get punched in the mouth, all that shit they taught you, you're going to go out the window. You're going to go back to what you naturally do. And for him, it's sitting on his ass and being done. So he's athletic. He looks great. He's a fucking tough guy. I don't know when it'll happen, but in my heart, you know, as you guys know, I've got a hundred percent KO ratio. No one's ever gone more than three minutes with me. And, uh, I just, I just feel like, uh, I, I just feel like it's going to happen. You know, is it fair to say he's, it seems like what you're trying to say is he's never really faced a fighter. Like you've never, he's never seen a fighter like you. And I think that's mm-hmm. why we're so excited to see this fight because I think that he feels the same way in a different kind of way, but it's the same thing. You guys, both yeah. these knockout ratios, you both pure knockouts. This mm-hmm. is going to, it's going to end in a knockout. There's almost no doubt in my mind. That's why I'm, I'm even more excited. Heavyweight yeah. knockouts are always fun to watch. Um, but before we, you know, we were talking about his training camp. He's got some legendary trainers, kudos to them. And we talked earlier about you and your legendary trainer, the hammer, uh, Mark Coleman. So, he gave you the nickname, the hammer. I mean, that's got to feel good. Why did he give you the nickname, the hammer? How'd you feel? Can you speak on that? That's a huge thing. Yeah, no, it's a huge thing. It's a, it's an honor and a blessing to have a hall of fame or legend give you, you know, pass his name down to you. You know, uh, it was done as a joke in the beginning, calling me the hammer because I had so many kids. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't it wait, 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 wait. It's a joke. Wait, what? What did I, how many kids? How many kids? I need to know this. 10? You have 10 Holy kids? shit, you stay busy, man. <laughs> and you still tra- Well, I guess women don't weaken legs like they said in Rocket. I guess that doesn't happen. Yeah, well, my man, God bless, bro. 10 kids, they probably keep you physically yeah. fit, running around, keeping your cardio up. God bless you. So oh, yeah, That's great. That's huge, the hammer, man. All right, well, I know that Mark Holm will be there uh, not only training you, that, that's got to give you a little extra oomph to get out of bed in the morning and stuff too, right? I mean, if you're tired, he's probably in your face. Yeah, you know, Mark's Mark's like a big brother, a mentor. He's been that for about 15 years, 16 years now. Mm. And, you know, it's just like, it's kind of like having your dad, your big brother there with you. Like, it just, he pulls more out of you than if you don't think you have anything left, he, he can find that extra five, 10%. So, you know, and I also have a world-class uh, fitness, strength and conditioning trainer in Garen Clark, uh, my boxing coach with uh, Victor Torres. So, I mean, I got a really good team as well. And, uh, you know, this whole thing, you know, if you look at Dylan, because this could be a war, you know, if Dylan doesn't go out with a punch, this will be a damn war. And the guy's built for fucking battle. I mean, look mm-hmm. at the guy. I mean, <laughs> if I if I had to put someone on a poster to represent some kind of, you know, gym or fighting, the, he, that would be the guy I'd want. So, you know, it, it could turn into a war, but you know me, like, like I've, man, I just taste victory with putting, you know, knuckles on chin baby and i just think it's going to be there he, he's got a longer reach than me you know he's got great cardio so we just focused on uh focused on going back to old school training back to what i started this at and uh i just think the pressure is going to be too much and i and i'm pretty damn sure that i'm going to catch him well we're pretty damn sure it's going to be a great fight uh mm-hmm. no matter how it ends no matter how it's, it's going to be a great fight it could be a quick one it could go uh, longer we're very excited about it bkfc 17 april 30th bkfc.com on the bk tv app you can check it out Josh Burns versus Dylan Kleckler, the hammer versus the bad boy, heavyweight title eliminator. So before we get out of here, mm-hmm. the last question I have for you is you have heavyweight title eliminator. So when you win, as you say, you're going to do, uh, who would you rather have shoemaker or Beltron uh, to go for the championship? Well, it's a tricky question. Uh, sure is. There's, there's a lot of uh, passion behind fighting Sam shoemaker because we spent almost a year trying to fight the guy. And uh, you know, but at the end of the day, I consider Joey Beltran, uh, an OG like myself mm-hmm. and he's a student of the game and it's just, it's just a style that you want to see, you know, Joey versus Burns, you know, it's almost like an Ollie Foreman. I got the power to put his ass to sleep and he's got the style to come in and just take what I throw at him. And I just want to see how much he can take. You know, I watched Marcel stamps piece his ass up. He would have lost that fight. I was there in person. Marcel was beating him. Marcel broke his hand first hand in the first round, second hand in the third round. Marcel was weaponless. Okay. I'm as fast as Marcel. A lot of people don't realize how fast my fucking hands are. I know I hit harder than Marcel and I watched Marcel pieces ass up. Now, great. Joey is a stud, a monster and a tank, but it's just going to be that old school grit. How, who's got more grit, Joey or myself. It's just a fucking barn burner. And then obviously with Sam, it's going to be knockouts. It's going to be about knockouts. Sam's got that big right hand. You know, I've got power in both hands, but I think I'm faster. I think I'm more athletic and I think I'm a better more crisp fighter than Sam. So, you know, either one would be welcome to both have their, both have their, their attributes to make it an exciting fight, but uh, I can't really choose either one because I really don't care. I'm going to knock either one of them out. 
and that's just the end of the game. There it is. That's why we love spoken like the hammer, Josh yeah. Burns. Hey man, thank you for coming on today. We're very excited. I'll say it again. Dylan Clucker versus Josh Burns, BKFC 17, BKFC.com to find out more. We're going to see you at the fights, Josh. Thanks again, my man. Thanks, Josh. Yes, 15 sir. days Thanks away. You guys. Wow. It's April 30th. Yes, That's right around. The- yeah. Go train, man. I, I, don't be talking to us. Go get ready. Go All get right. those hammer fists yeah, ready. Thank, thanks for your time. Thank Josh. you, brother. Appreciate it. And uh, yes, we're going to go and check out more on this event because we're so excited about it. If yeah. you missed everything I've been saying when I'm plugging it, let's go to this and find out more. That was awesome. I, that went so well. That went absolutely well. I, it was great to talk to Josh Burns. It's always been a pleasure. They always do this. They come back and they get us as we're, we're, we're so excited about what just happened. But let's be professional and open this the right way. I will look mm-hmm. at my camera and I will say, hey, we're back. Thanks for being here with us. And we have some huge announcements. We were talking about this earlier. BKFC 18, we have a big fight announcement. It's going to be a great show. I mean, already BKFC 18 is going to be. Oh, you're going to do the drum is, roll without man. Right? 18. 17 is going to be great. I, wait a minute. I thought we had a sound effect drum roll. What happened to that last week? I don't know. I huh. think. <laughs> we don't have it anymore. Or we still have it. I don't got even removed know. from the board. Got removed. Banned. All right. All right. Here we go. Oh, we're not we're, back. We're gonna have no, the no. We're, no, going? no. We're back. We're back. They're gonna no, give us. Are the we sound, back? Oh, hold on, let me talk. They're gonna give us the sound effect in ten seconds. I believe they said ten, nine, eight, seven, six. Fucking <laughs> Wrong sound effect there, Britton Hart. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Drum roll. There we go. Right on time, man. Big announcement. BKFC 18 fight announcement. Oh, I can't wait to see this fight. Hector Lombard. Who's he going to be taking on? Tell him. Hector Lombard versus Joe Riggs. Hector Lombard versus Joe Riggs. That's going to be insane. Oh, my gosh. I'm excited for that fight. For the strap. The cruiser. Oh, I didn't know that. Belt. Yep. I didn't even, didn't you say that in my format? I didn't know that because I saw this yeah. format and I was like, I can't wait to tell people about this. It's for the strap too? It is for the strap, man. Undefeated. Oof. Both fighters undefeated. Hector Lombard, Joe Wow. That's and Hector, gonna, yo, yeah, that's, Hector hits really hard, man. I'm, Hector's I'm, a bad dude. Joe Riggs is the same bad dude. So this I'm is going to be a fight. fight. Oh, yeah. Me too, dude. Look at this. We're seeing the clips on the screen. You're seeing Joe Riggs. Joe Riggs comes to fight every fight. Undefeated. Oh. I think he has a draw. I think he's a 3-0-1, if I'm saying that correct. Wow. I, always, I always mess that up. But yeah, yeah. I know, mean, three... Look at him. Joe Riggs is ready to go. But you know Hector is too. Yo, even when I see Hector at fights just spectating, I get nervous he's going to like beat me up or jump in the ring. <laughs> that guy is very intense. He's funny. Nice guy. At the events, he has so much energy. So intense. Yeah. What's going to be like when he when actually he's not fights? Fight, yeah, yeah. In the ring, outside of the ring, that guy's just a, a ball of energy and great guy. Um, great guy. I know the next time, he, he put uh, waste to Kendall Grove pretty quickly yeah, uh, the last time he fought. So I'm excited to that see Hector slaughter. come there again. I'm going to call it like I said. Kendall, great guy, but let's yeah. see what it was. Um, so we're excited for Hector Grove. Hector Grove, listen, man. Hector I'm so excited. Groves, man. No, it's not Hector. It was Hector versus Grove. <laughs> listen, it's getting too late. I need more Tiger Life in me. And uh, back to you. Hector, right? Hector Lombard taking mm-hmm. on Joe Riggs. BKFC 18. That's where we're 18. at now. That's going to be huge. I'm excited about that. I know you're excited about that. I didn't know it was for the Cruiserweight title. That's even bigger. So it's for the strap, bro. Make sure you sign up. BKFC.com, the BK TV app. Because you don't want to miss that. And you don't want to miss 17, which is coming up with Burns, Kleck, or Heavyweight Title Eliminator. I mean, these cards keep getting better, and they keep growing and growing and growing. Uh, I mean, with that, I mean, can we even follow an announcement like that? I think that's the end of the show. I mean, yeah, that's, that's it, man. Let's that's roll huge. out. So let's roll out, as they say in the business. <laughs> and we do our Tiger Life Toast. Just use your I'm, fist. Yeah, I'm going to. Yep. And we say, we'll see you next week. BKFC.com for more. Keep up and knuckle up. There's the drum roll. Yeah, I got the drum roll I'm going back. to the wrong camera. Oh, drum that roll. That camera, that Ooh, camera. Everybody oh. gets the camera. <laughs>